Hi, this is Stephen Key, and today I'm going to talk about how to create a patent that truly has value in the marketplace. You see, I think a lot of inventors, startups and companies are filing patents on inventions that will never be commercialized. And to me, that's a big problem. It's time consuming, it's expensive, and it doesn't help anyone. It definitely doesn't help the economy. It doesn't help that startup or inventor or that company but it doesn't help the legal profession. You see, I think we should look at this as a long-term investment on helping those companies, those inventors, on how to file patents that truly have value in the marketplace. Because if you do, this is what's gonna happen. They're gonna keep coming back. They're gonna become more successful, and they're gonna keep coming back to file more intellectual property, everything from trademarks to copyrights to even more patents. So I think we have to look at this as kind of a long-term strategy that if we can help people file intellectual property, create patents that truly have value in the marketplace, it's good for everyone. So I'm going to give my tips and strategies during this presentation so you can help anybody create patents that truly have value in the marketplace. Well, one of the first things that I think everyone should do is to really understand the landscape. And I know you've heard this before. That first step is really to study the marketplace. And what I mean by that is do a good Google image search so you understand all the similar products that are out there that are close to your invention. And I, I don't think people are doing enough searching to make sure whatever they're gonna file on, whatever invention they come up with, it has a strong point of difference compared to all the other similar products on the market. That's the first thing you can do and it's really easy to do. The second thing is do a very thorough prior art search. Now, I know for a lot of us, that's um, maybe not as fun thing to do. For me, it's, I love doing it, but you have to look at it this way. If you keep on searching for prior art, for prior patents, you're going to discover all the things that have been developed, created, patented before you. That's gonna give you a roadmap, a very clear roadmap on what you need to do. And the other thing I like so much about doing that, it really defines your point of difference. Now, why is that so important? That point of difference is so important, not only when you file for that patent, but it's also important that when you're reaching out to a potential licensee, maybe an investor, maybe even bringing that invention to market. If you know your point of difference, you can use it as a selling tool. That's why it's so powerful. When companies or investors or potential licensees are always asking me or asking anyone, what about the prior art? Well, we all know there's lots of prior art. But if you can answer that question in such a way, you can use your point of difference as a selling tool. It's very, very powerful if you do that type of, um, if you do that type of research up front. So the first thing is making sure you understand the landscape and knowing your point of difference. Here's one thing I've learned over the course of my career that I think is extremely important is whatever you're inventing, whatever you're creating, make sure you know that it can be manufactured 
and that you know it can be manufactured at a cost that will fit into that range of similar products that you're going to be competing against. It's so important to understand the manufacturing process for a couple of reasons. The first one is if you're going to file a patent, if you can include that process of manufacturing, it truly has value. And also, if you understand the manufacturing process, I'm sure there's going to be more intellectual property you could potentially file on, but you will discover probably the most efficient way to manufacture your invention. Now, that has great value. In fact, when you understand that part of the puzzle, you're really creating a patent that truly has value now because that information is critical especially to an investor or a potential licensee or to a customer. It does not matter. You have to understand the process in which your invention will be manufactured and make sure you've come up with the most efficient way to manufacture it. It gives you a competitive edge and it makes that patent that you're filing more valuable. The one tool I absolutely love is a provisional patent application because it gives you one year to test the waters. It gives you one year to discover things about your invention that maybe you didn't know when you first started. But you have to file a well-written provisional patent application. And what does that really mean? That means you have done some of the work I've talked about. You've understand some of the manufacturing process, maybe some of the material. You understand what your point of difference because you've done a prior art search. You're looking at different variations. You're also looking at different uh, ways that it could be, like I said, could be manufactured or workarounds. The strategy here when you file a provisional patent application is that you're trying to steal it from yourself, knowing that the competition eventually will look at what you're inventing, they'll probably look at your intellectual property, and they'll try to do a workaround. But if you go through the process where you understand your point of difference because of prior patents and similar products on the market, you have included workarounds or variations, and you've included some of the manufacturing processes or even the materials, now you've created a, a patent that truly has value now because you've, you've provided anyone with enough information to see that you've done the, the homework, you've done the details that you could hand it off to someone and they could actually use it. That's right, it could actually be used because the information you're providing has all the pieces. I strongly believe in a well-written provisional patent application when you're first starting out. And also, when you're doing the workarounds or the variations, start to think about how someone would work around you. And please, include as many drawings as you possibly can. I believe a drawing is worth a thousand words. If you can think of when, you're when you can think about when you're filing that intellectual property and you're covering all the basis, you're really putting together a, a complete package for someone to see. It's extremely important. I think the biggest mistake people are making before they go ahead and spend all this time, energy, and money on any invention is to test the market demand for the benefit of your invention. And you can test the benefit I don't mean disclosing any intellectual property, but the benefit of what your invention is offering someone. You can do that with the one-page sell sheet 
um, that it kind of explains what those benefits are without disclosing intellectual property. And you can test that with potential buyers, investors, potential licensees, even distributors to get a read to see if they're interested. And you can listen to some of the questions they're having before you go ahead and spend all that money on starting a company, building a prototype, filing for, for maybe even non-provisional patent applications. It's a way for you to test the market first, to see if your product has legs. I believe that's the biggest mistake most inventors are making. They're not testing market demand. Now, here's the other thing when you do test market demand and you get interest, you can use that interest later to have people join you on your path to commercialize that invention, right? You're, you're, you're gonna leverage that demand. You can, manufacturers might help you develop it. You might get investors to jump on board because you've tested the market and you know people want it. So I believe you can test it with some very simple tools before you start to spend all your time, energy, and money on any invention you might have. Okay, here's my last tip. Don't stop. Once you come up with a great idea, you've tested the market, you know there's a big demand for it, you've done some of the homework we talked about earlier, and you're really trying to create a patent that truly has value, don't stop filing intellectual property. You want to build a wall around your innovation. You want to protect not only the invention, but the innovation by building a wall around it to keep the competitors out. The tips and strategies I provided you today, I've used myself many, many times. Currently, I'm working on an innovation called Fishbone Packaging using this advice I just gave you today. I want to thank everybody for watching this presentation. I've enjoyed it very, very much. Once again, this is Stephen Key.